0: Hey, I'm Jen. And I'm Lottie. And this is our podcast on how we navigate the world of parenting.
1: Now, this week, Jen,
0: I am going to sort out all your holiday problems. And I have some really good news in relation to keeping your kids safe online.
1: Oh yeah, you're listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me?
0: I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Shall we get to it? Let's do it. Okay, so when I talk about my triumph this week, I would like Colin, I would like you to do something for me because we're in Graco Studios and they make the podcast. I would like you guys to put the... Uh, uh, Mission Impossible soundtrack on now. My son got a splinter in his finger and he wouldn't let me take it out. So in the middle of the night I waited till he fell asleep and I went into his room doo (laughs) And I went in with my tweezers uh, 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 And he was fast asleep And I got this splinter out And it was like, victory! It's sweet! Because it was weeks The little fucker wouldn't let me touch him He wouldn't let me touch the finger Because he was like, no! And every time I tried to squeeze He wouldn't let me go near it How did you not wake him? Because I am a spy, Lottie Poor Colin. <laughs> Can you just edit that? Just make that sound amazing. So I did it. So I was like, there's no way. He he just wouldn't let me go near him. He wouldn't let me go near him. So I had to wait till he was fast asleep. And I went into his room in the middle of the night with a tweezers. And I got the splinter out and I felt like a rock star. Did you tell him when he woke up? No, I didn't. Because he never trusts me ever again. Because he was like, promise me you won't touch me. You won't Aww. get it out. I was like, I promise but then does he just think he has he a thought, splinter floating around his body? No, because they come out eventually. So he thought it just came out naturally. But I, um, I did the right thing there because I didn't want it to get infected, and I just thought I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna Mission Impossible the shit out of this. Did you just say it comes out by itself? Splinters come out by themselves eventually. So it's not true that if
1: it's if I don't let my parents take it out, that it'll float to my heart and pierce it.
0: Like were your out smoking back then, Lottie? Like, That's seriously. what I was told. The stuff they tell
1: you. My God. Okay, my triumph this week. Did I just call my son
0: a little effer? Yeah, you did. Really sorry about that. So Gosh. I managed to... Don't bother taking it out in the edit, but I will apologise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I managed to get myself a day at the hairdressers. Oh, go on. Yeah, so now granted a day at the hairdressers for me is an actual day at the hairdressers. It's a long process. How long are we talking? Um, so I was there at 9am and I think I got out at about 5pm.
0: What do you do? Well, your hair looks phenomenal. Thank you. You Thank look you. like a mermaid. Thank you. <laughs> you grow so quickly, Lottie. I know,
1: it's just the vitamins. <laughs> it's a long process, Jen. It's a long process because I get extensions and I will get them out. Then I get my colour done. And then I get them back in all in the one day and it's a big job. So I managed to get the husband to agree on a Saturday to leave me alone and let me have the full day at the hairdresser's. What do you
0: have to do for that though?
1: I'd rather not get into okay. it. Okay. Needless to say, the day I was had and I feel it was a big triumph. That is huge. It is huge. That Thank is you. Y-
0: There's no way I would get eight hours at the salon. No but you do get to go to the salon every two weeks I have to go every two weeks yeah I, yeah. But eight hours that's a long time Lottie Do you know what you get be to numb do? Yeah but you get to watch a bit of Netflix And then you get to
1: catch up on some emails And maybe have a little snooze And you know
0: have some food And drink a coffee while it's still hot Okay well, fair play to you And what was your failure
1: My failure was I spent a day at the hairdressers instead
0: of a day with my son. Yeah. Okay. So same, 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 I want to talk about Florence for a second because I think I have her so freaked out about something. It has had a bit of an effect on her and I know it's had an effect on her because of her reaction to something. So I came down the stairs the other morning and I went into the sitting room. She was watching the telly, the screen, right? And she quickly changed it. Okay. I'll and that it. freaked me out. So <gasps> I was like, okay, so what are you, la, 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 what are you watching now? She has access to all the apps and everything that's on the telly, and she knows Lau's password for Disney. Um, because, you know, there's adult kids movies. They're kind of kids movies, but they're a little bit more grown up. Anyway, she, she has all of that. So I'm starting to panic. I was like, what is she watching? Right. But did you ask her immediately? So I said, what are you watching? And she kind of said, oh, I'm watching nothing. And then it happened again. I left and I went back in and she switched the telly off. Oh so my I brought God. her in. I was like, oh my God, I just watched a phenomenal sex scene with John Hamm and Jennifer Aniston in the morning show the night previously. Sorry, is that a spoiler? Morning show, anyway. And um, maybe when I fell asleep, I left it on or whatever. Maybe she went back and could see it. And I was like, oh, what has she seen? What has she seen? What have I done? So I was like, what were you watching? You need to tell me. And she starts getting really upset. Oh no. And she started panicking. I was like, you need to, you need to show me. So we left the kitchen then, went back into the sitting room where she was. I'm actually sweating for her. I was sweating. I was like, oh my God, what the hell has she seen? Right? Could have been anything. So I was like, just show me. You're I said, sh- I wasn't shouting. And I was like, just show me because I need to know what you've seen. So we can talk about it to make sure you're okay. You're clearly upset. Just show me. And then she went um, into one of the, you know, apps and she put on the Hannah Montana. She goes, I was watching. It. I was like, you weren't watching that. So she tried to put a fast one because she's sweating. I love her. And then she goes, she, then she started crying. She was like, ah! and then she puts on YouTube. Oh no. And then this woman pops up who's making squishies. Pardon? She's making squishies. Is that... Broken it? squishies. She's fixing the squishies. She's painted squishies or things that um, kids love. They, it's a sensory thing. I don't know. They squish them. The f- actions
1: you're doing with your hands would insinuate I know, some other I know, kind of I know them. I know.
0: I was terrified. And that's you when know. she was... But she started bawling quite, and She She's like, I know I'm not allowed to watch YouTube. And I'm this woman, and she makes squishies. And I love it. And I've been watching. And I was like... <gasps> I thought it was born. I thought it was born, And I felt so bad. I had her so terrified. Oh no. I know. I had her so terrified. She felt that she couldn't tell me. But it didn't last long. I got it out of her she's eventually. She's looking at fucking squishies. She's looking at bleeding squishies. I've and never so heard wholesome. of a squishy. But you know what it is with her. I don't know if you found this with yours. And we touched on it a couple of weeks ago. They just go a little bit mental with the YouTube. They do. A little bit crazy. It's like um, uh, they become YouTube zombies. Yeah. And she was like, she was getting up really early, forgetting about the dog.
1: Not oh, letting him out
0: already And going downstairs To watch the YouTube Like it was just Did it's you just like an call addiction. it
1: The YouTube
0: The YouTube Jen
1: <laughs> You have You have just Aged yourself About 20 years I don't think I've, I think i I was
0: watching a, the YouTube I was watching that I think because I'm wearing A suit tonight ha <laughs> ha and somebody the said YouTube. I look like Hillary Clinton. I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm just YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> so uh, I think I just had her so freaked out. So have I gone too far is what I want to ask you. Do you think I've gone too far with the fear tactics? Well,
1: I think it's important that they know there's stuff out there that they're not supposed to watch. Like, did you did you qualify it? Did you say, oh no, it's okay to watch Squishies? I thought it was something for grown-ups. Yes, I did say that. Because I think that's okay then. It's okay to let them know. Listen, there's stuff out there that you could be watching on YouTube that's only for mum and dad. Um, you know, or for grown-ups. Mm-hmm. And Squishies is okay. I was just afraid that you had stumbled across something. I think it's okay to instill a little bit of fear. When it comes to the
0: internet. It is still a bit of a wild, wild west out there. You know, the YouTube, the internet and all that. I'm going to talk about that. You called it the YouTube again. Did I? Yeah, you did.
1: What's wrong with me You said the
0: YouTube. I need to take off this suit. What? I'm losing my mind. I'm really worried. Social media, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. It is a bit mad out there and it's unregulated. I'm going to talk about that a little later on. And I actually... I think I have some good news on that. Well, before
1: we get to that. Yeah. Come here.
0: Did you hear? Go on.
1: I have, now you know, I've been a little bit stressed lately.
0: No way! <laughs> oh, you bitch. Oh, we're, we're, no, really, we've been in such foul humour. Haven't we? Really foul. Yeah. But the good thing about <laughs> it is
1: our foul humours have lined up. They've coincided, So we're yeah. kind of encouraging each other's bad humour lately. <laughs> yeah. I don't egging that, each other on. Don't know if that's a good thing, but it's a happening. <laughs> but I've really felt... I've been saying this for a while. I need a holiday. I I said it to Fabio. I said I need a holiday, and he's like, "Lots." So- but the
0: last time you went on holiday, somebody died on the beach. I, this is the problem. This is the problem.
1: So he said, "A Lottie, last time we went on holiday, somebody died." So do you want
0: to inflict that on another human? And Fabio has to do CPR, and there's ambulance, and oh my god, it wasn't it was, good. It was drama. It was, it was a lot so of drama. Much drama. And
1: second of all, the summer is over stereotypical time for taking your holidays. We're coming in towards the end of the year. He's like, you kind of just have to see the year out. And I said, no, I need like a big, long break. I need to switch off. I need to decompress. I need like a solid two weeks off to just get myself back. A lot's been happening. A lot's been happening. And I am relieved to tell you that according to a new study that was published by the Journal of Happiness... Didn't even know there was, was one, one of, of those. There. The perfect vacation length is, guess. Three days. Eight. Eight days, Jan. Eight days gives you enough time to reach peak point of vacation relaxation and longer trips apparently don't increase your post-vacation bliss. So eight days will give you enough time to unpack, get your bearings, settle into a new, more relaxed routine. And after the eighth day, those positive vibes and wellness benefits, they start to peter off. So in actual fact, in conclusion, according to experts, the key to overall satisfaction is to take more vacations, not longer ones. If you're privileged enough to do so.
0: And I'm Mini really, breaks. Mini breaks is great. But sorry, can I just apologise? Because I did that really annoying thing that my kids do to me. What? So if I'm like, oh, look, I bought you a new jacket for school. And I'm so happy that it was like, you know, I got it for 15 euro. And I'm like, guess how much it was? Guess how much it was? Oh, and they go, five euro. And I'm like, no, it was 15, but that's still three good. Three days. I said three days to you and that's really annoying. Eight days. That is really interesting. We don't need the two weeks. I do find that after the eighth day, I'm ready to come home. So this is a thing. Apparently people get
1: homesick. And it's not that you're like getting up like homesick the way you used to as a child, but that people crave their routine. Routine. I do. They crave their routine to get back to their own home, to get back to their own bed, doing what their normal Monday to Friday is. And it surprised me because I would have thought the longer you're away, the more rested you'd be.
0: But apparently not. Holidays can be the most stressful time in a family's life. I'm learning. From getting on the plane. Yeah. Getting them through, well, getting them through the airport, dealing with the plane, if they're not good with that, especially if they're of a certain age. Then get, like the first night is a write-off. A write-off. And then you're in holiday hell because you kind of need a bigger room or an apartment because now you have a child that needs to go sleep at a certain time and now you're just eating your dinner in the bathroom. Yeah, I know. So you have all of that and kids crave routine. I know. They thrive on routine, don't they? Well, my kids definitely do do. Mine does. Experts do say that and it's just a fact and if, don't you hate when people say when you go on holiday, especially those people who don't have kids and they're like, just go with the flow. No. You know, well, you know, we I get don't a table at nine o'clock and I will just go with the flow. No. No, I don't want to go with the
1: flow. I want to stick to my nap time. Yeah. And I want to uh, keep things the way they are so as I can have some kind of sanity. It's that sanity that's making me, <laughs> I want to try and preserve the sanity by getting away, but it's kind of a relief. Yeah. To know that, I could maybe after work on a Friday go away for a night or two and I should get some kind of relief if I do that a couple of times. Cause it's the quantity of the vacations, not the length of them. So I thought that was I thought that was a really good one for parents who might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed as yeah. we're coming towards the end of the year because things can start to get on top of us, can be feeling a little bit run down you know, run out of, you know, just life. Juice.
0: Yeah. Running out of juice. Especially Running out of that juice. And like the, the social <sighs> expectations around this time of year, it's coming up to awful. Christmas. <laughs> Isn't it awful? <laughs> it is for you. It's the worst for I mean, me. I love it. I love seeing people. <laughs> you don't though. <laughs>
1: I do. No, I think you do. If it suits me. I think, you see, <laughs> I think you do two Christmas events and that's it. I'm going to estimate
0: I am having my entire family over to my house on Christmas Eve. Are you? Yeah, I'm gonna do that thing, you know, for the the nibbles and the drinks. This is your first time. I do it on a on, on a full moon or something happens or it's my dad's birthday, something like a big birthday. I, I will I will go all out and I will do it. Do you know what it is? It's just easier with kids to have them around because they can play because you're kind of constricted in a restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're going to have to be a hostess, Jen. You're going to have to go around going, oh, can I top up your drink? Would you like another nibbly bit? Oh, let me do that. Let me do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, are you crap at that? I'm, I'm, I'm not bad, actually. Okay. I'm actually better with kids. I'm like Mary Poppins when it comes. You are not like Mary Poppins. I Well, I'm better. I've better games. They're better crack. So my Halloween party, I will, I will host every year. And I invite people around. Okay. And, you know, people in the area, in the neighborhood, and they bring their kids, and I do all the games. What are the games? I put loads of balloons up on the... That's not a game. uh, Let me finish. Okay, go on. And it's like bingo, and they have to burst it, and it's a trick or treat. I play uh, Pin the Witch. I do loads of different things, loads of different things. Anyway, Halloween is gone. We're on to Christmas. I am ready I am ready, but I know what you mean. Sometimes your social battery is just a bit, Ugh. It's just gone. And then you have to dress up in
1: glitter and sparkles and I'm just all sparkled out. Are you for a bit of winter sun? Is that what you're going to do? I, oh, do you know what? I have for years been saying, I want to do that winter sun holiday. Still haven't done it. And there's a couple of people who I work with who are talking about holidays that they've had booked to go away soon. Mm. And I'm just so
0: jealous. Yeah, it's the best time to do it. It is the best time to do it. Okay, thanks. Get on to that. Okay, well, you only have to go for eight days now.
1: Well, that's the point, guys. Eight days, peak happiness. After that, Peter's out.
0: Okay, I think this is some really good news. And I spoke about this on my radio show and I really wanted to hit it home because I said earlier, the internet is a bit of a wild, wild west out there. It is. And I think every parent is feeling... Oh my God, they're feeling a little bit helpless, a little bit clueless, a little bit worried as to what's to come. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the stats are (laughs) kind of scary. 80% of parents of children aged 11 with smartphones say their child's internet access is only sometimes or never supervised. Okay, I get that. Okay, I mean, I see, I have a nephew with a phone, I see him on his phone and... My sister isn't constantly looking over her shoulder. I get that. Over 85% of children with smartphones age. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
1: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: 11 plus can use their smartphones in their bedrooms. 85%, okay? A significant minority of parents couldn't be sure whether or not their child had experienced cyberbullying, harmful content, or explicit images. Wow. So they didn't know, okay? 15% said they had suspicions that their child may be experiencing such circumstances online, but had been or felt unable to deal with it. This is the issue we're at, okay? That horse has gone, has bolted with kids and smartphones, okay? They have them. They have access to them. They can pick up our phones. They know, they have access to the internet. Do
1: you know when you're going to allow your kids access to a smartphone?
0: Definitely not until she's 12 or 13. Even then, I think it's too young. And what are you going to do when she comes home and says all her friends have them and that's how they communicate? She said all her friends wanted to make their communion. We still weren't doing it because she was going to do it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those parents who is going to go, oh, all your friends are doing it. Oh, I don't want you to feel left oh, out. No. That's what if she's the odd one out. Jen? I don't mind that because I want to raise leaders not followers. Okay. And I say that to her. And I, I really try and explain to her why. The why. The dangers. The research. And it's like, I said, you know... I've done a lot of research into this. I read up about this. You know, I read up about this all the time. I talk to experts on the radio, and I'm fully aware of the dangers and the pitfalls of giving a child a device or a smartphone when they are not capable of understanding or or coming to terms or or grasping what they're about to see.
1: But are you prepared for the backlash of that? Because Absolutely. she won't care. She won't care that you've done all that research that you know. She, all she's going to think is, well, that's how my mates are deciding what's happening at the weekend and I'm not involved in that now.
0: Over 20% of children between the age of 8 and 12 have seen online content which they would not like their parents to know. Okay, 25% of children between the ages of 8 and 12. This is Florence we're talking. Eight is scary. Reported being victims of cyberbullying, with this figure rising to 40% for those between ages 12 to 16. Okay? So there's this new data from Amrock Research reveals that over 70% of five to eight-year-olds have access to a smartphone. So my five-year-old Enzo, like he knows he can pick up my phone. He can pick up my phone. He doesn't have my passcode, but I'm sure there's five-year-olds that can, you know, jump online and Google and get on Amazon and do all that kind of stuff, okay? And 80% of children age 11 plus have significant amounts of unsupervised internet time. This is the danger, Lottie, right? Because if it's unsupervised, we don't know what they're seeing. You know, there's grooming. You know, grooming is a huge problem online. Cyberbullying, it's... you it's can't sit over their shoulder, Jan, and watch everything that they're doing constantly. You need to know. You need to know, Lottie. I'm sorry. You do need to know because it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous online. But what are you going to do? Run around behind her, well, look over her shoulder? Ha- hopefully I won't have to. OK, here's the good news. There's an online platform which requests anonymous submissions from parents and guardians uh, of examples of harmful online language experienced by children. It was launched A couple of weeks ago by Amrock Research, Kilter and DCU Anti-Bullying Centres, right? And basically the submissions, so if your child has experienced any kind of online cyberbullying, explicit images, anything like that, parents, submit it, okay? Mm -hmm. Submit it to kidsonlinesafetyresearch.ie, okay? Please do so. We all have a part to play. And they will, it, it, they're going to assess all this data and they're going to come up with a way that can alert parents and children if they are about to get harmful content. It's a technology. It will sit in the operating system of smartphones. So it's not an app. So kids can't get rid of it on their phone. So if you buy a certain type of phone, it will be on the phone. Okay. okay. So it's not like an app you can get rid of and go, oh, I really want to look at that explicit image. So, so what? It's just sensing n- yes. negative content. Exactly, censoring. But it will give the child or the young adult an option. So the child will have full control. So it will go, you are about to see an um, explicit image or this content may be harmful. And it will give the child the option. Okay. So they know it's incoming, but also the parent will be notified.
1: <gasps> Isn't this unreal? So would you be told if the child decided, I choose to look at that image?
0: I haven't gotten that far. Okay, sorry. Okay, it's still in the works. It's okay. still in the works. Okay. At the moment, they are looking for parents who have experienced with their child, any bullying or harmful content or anything like that. Um, even if their child's about to send in a nude image, it will it will notify the parent, Jesus. okay? Because that can ruin someone's life. That can ruin someone's life. And you go to kidsonlinesafetyresearch.ie and you submit your experience with this kind of thing. And then it will be able to pick out keywords and patterns to keep children safe online. I think this is phenomenal. No, I love this that. This is the I love first sorry, I wanted to talk about it, Lottie, because it's the first bit of good news. And this is coming from Ireland. Yeah, which is phenomenal. This is the first bit of good news in relation to keeping kids safe online. Because it's all been a bit wishy-washy, hasn't it? It's all been wishy-washy. And the thing about online that terrifies me is it's one of those few
1: areas that we didn't grow up with it. No. So with so many other aspects of parenting, I always think, well, how did my parents deal with this? Or what was I thinking about with this thing when I was that age? When it comes to online... it's a whole new area because we didn't go through it as kids. We didn't have Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. We didn't have those things as young people. So trying to navigate what's appropriate is really difficult because and I don't yeah. know, I don't have anything to base it against. And
0: you're right. I, I don't want to be looking over a shoulder and... Every five minutes and give me your phone and check in your phone. No. You want your kids to be, have their cyber citizenship, let's say, and be able to navigate that world. But in a safe way. A safe, like those stats are frightening. Those stats are terrifying. The stats are, are crazy. And I think if... If we're just on top, if if we get behind something like this, okay, it can make a real difference to the to their experience. Well, it certainly
1: needs to be policed and it needs to be policed from the inside. I don't think the burden can be solely placed on the parent because it's too much responsibility and it's. An unreasonable level of responsibility because I don't think it's actually physically possible to police us the way it would need to be policed. I mean, we've spoken about this before. I was terribly bullied when I was in school. In particular, first year. So what age in first year? 13. 12, 13, yeah. So let's say 12, 13 was my peak bad bullying phase. When I used to come home from school, I got my break from bullying. Mm. If that bullying had followed me home, online and was with me 24 hours a day I don't know what kind of damage that would have done to me
0: I can't imagine how kids these days have to navigate that I know it's, it's scary. horrific it is scary and not only that I'm also terrified it's like hopefully something like this will come into play but we are going to have to as well school you know our kids on you know sending images online like this is huge. The amount of parents I've spoken to and they're like, oh, my daughter's, she's 13. She sent this image <gasps> and went around the school or oh, whatever. my god. And it is so frightening. So frightening. So obviously... And there's we, no
1: education on that.
0: There's not. And communication is key. I know that. And you don't want to be that parent. You you know, you, you want them to be able to come to you and you want to be able to have those conversations. But it's a, it's a really, really tricky one, even to navigate as an adult. I mean, some of the shit that I've seen online that you've probably experienced online. Oh, I've been sent dick pics. Have you? Yeah.
1: And the thing about them is, like... They're just, and obviously you're not requesting them, so you don't know what's coming. It's just, there's the dick. There it is. There it is. And you know what? They're not even clever about how they send them sometimes because they're not, shall we say, painting themselves in the most flattering light.
0: And if you are going to send that, just be aware that it's illegal to do so now, first of all. It's illegal. It's illegal to do so. And second of all, um, that's just going around a girl's WhatsApp and everybody's laughing at you. Really? That, I mean, it was... It was
1: very unimpressive. It was, um, I just have no interest in it. No matter how much you think somebody wants to see your penis. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants
0: to see it. I can guarantee you, I would put money on it. That that girl or that person you're sending your deep to
1: doesn't want to see it. No. Don't send them. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. It's, and, and what is going through their head? I think I, I read something that said it's to do with the shock factor. It's the loving, the idea of shocking the person on the other end. So that's, I often wonder, is that a conversation you have to have with your son? Like, yeah, you know, absolutely how important it is to A, please don't take pictures of your genitals and B, it is never funny to want to shock another human with pictures of your genitals, like that is just a conversation that I think you have to have,
0: and it's illegal, and you'll you'll go down for that now, which yeah. is great. So that which is was fantastic, a, a, a move, a, a step in the right direction. Um, so that was some good news. So I think, like, they're hoping that this is going to, you know, they need to collect all this data, and you know, we're funding in place Fingers by twenty fourteen. Hopefully, we'll be somewhere. But just to make everybody aware. That, you know, those stats are quite scary. And without a shadow of a doubt, you know, if they're taking their phone into their bedroom, that is a very unsafe thing to do. Mm. Um, So just be aware of the potential risks and, you know, maybe conversations need to be had. And really, it all comes down to looking at yourself and your own usage I mean, I'm very aware. Me and Laura are like, oh, you know, there's fights sometimes. I'm like, get off your phone. It's the weekend. Stop. Don't let them see you on your phone. Because I, because you, how can I turn around to them in years from and go, I don't want you to have a smartphone. They're like, well, you were always on your phone and you were doing this and doing that and doing that. You know what I mean? That scares me. But it is part of our life. It is part of our culture. So we want them to have a safe and healthy experience. And an, is it possible, Lottie? Honestly, I don't know yet. I don't know yet.
1: Well, I think maybe with honest communication and if strategies like this one that you're talking about actually come into play mm. and are put onto the devices, maybe it
0: is possible. And can we make parental controls more user-friendly?
1: <laughs> Why are you struggling?
0: Well, I like, know because I don't need to use them. But I have heard from friends that there's sometimes, you know, a lot of parents, they don't know how to, where are they and what to do. And you know what I mean? With things like what? YouTube and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and apps especially. OK, I haven't gotten there yet. No, I'm not there yet, but hopefully they'll have um, gotten a little, a little more user friendly by the time we need to use them. Yeah, but if anybody has any tips on this kind of stuff, I would love to hear from you and you can get in touch with us. Through our link tree in our bios on our Instagram at Jen Zamperelli and at Lottie Ryan One.
1: I wanna talk about guilt. I wanna talk one. about guilt from your childhood. Things that you did that you regret.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, I, I can see it in your face. Do you know what? It's funny you said that because as soon as you said guilt, childhood, I have an image of my mother. Cry- well, crying.
1: crying! Oh, see,
0: crying. Everybody has cry. that
1: one memory burnt into the back of their minds that they something they did that they wished to God they could take back. What did you do to make your mother cry? I stole makeup from a chemist. From a chemist? I'm, like I was about twelve. I thought
0: you were going to say from your mother, from a sh- an actual. It was desperate, and I was hanging out with this new group okay (laughs) and I was trying to be cool and I was trying to fit in and they used to go in and rob stuff up their sleeves right it's awful and I remember going in and it's kind of like okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna and I took an eyeliner or something I don't know what it was and I put it in my school bag and I felt so terrible but anyway of course my mom finds it and she just knew instantly she was like where did you what and I was like I I I took it from the chemist and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you just confessed straight away? Yeah, because she knew and she didn't shout. She didn't get angry. She disappointment. Didn't the Disappointment. Disappointment. And she actually just started getting all teary and <gasps> upset and had to walk away from me. And I have never stoned anything ever
1: Did you? Did After she that. make you bring it back? Did she make you give it back? She made me bring it back.
0: Mortification
1: it's horrific it was
0: horrific but I deserved it I was a tea leaf you had to apologise it was horrendous but nothing as bad as seeing your mother cry well I kind of
1: made my dad I just this is one of my biggest this is horrible when I was a kid and I wasn't even that like what age were you when you stole I was first year so 12 or 13 I was probably in and around the same age And we were at a big New Year's Eve thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, that kind of age where you're cool. Trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. Trying to be cool. There was like a boy at the thing that I fancied and whatever. And my dad asked me to dance with him. And I said, no. Well,
0: your dad asked you? Yeah.
1: And I wouldn't dance with him. I actually have nightmares about this moment. Do oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I regret it so badly. Oh no. <laughs> he was like, asked me would I dance. Got up, was like, will you dance with me? And I was like, oh my God, dad. No, I'm not dancing with you. Get away from me. Like, please. And I I remember he sat down and he looked so disappointed. He looked so disappointed. And at the time. And to- then did
0: Bonnie dance with him?
1: Probably. Yeah, best girl. Liquors. Um, but to, di- to this day, I regret that so badly. The look of disappointment in his face, like it's seared into my memory. If Wolf ever refuses a dance with me, I swear to God, I think my heart would break. Dance with your parents when they ask dance you. Dance with
0: your parents. Please dance with your parents. Don't
1: steal anything. Definitely don't put eyeliner to up your sleeve. To try and be cool. No. Don't no. disappoint. Don't be that
0: teenager. Don't do it. Don't have guilt. Do the things that embarrass you. You know? Do well, that's, that's easy to say now, but when you're a, an awkward teenager. And you try and impress no, I was a boy like, oh my that God. you fancied. And the boy, he's going to
1: be looking at me dancing with my dad. And it's just going to be, oh my God, more is fine. No, no, no. Can't do it. Can't do it. I wish I did that dance. Wish I had done that
0: dance. Dance with your parents. Dance
1: with your parents, guys. Dance with them. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week, but we will be back next week. And in the meantime, if you would like to get in touch with us with any of your stories or have a little moan or give Jen some tips on parenting so she can get up to speed with me, You can get in touch with us on our link tree. It's in our Instagram bios, which is at Jen Zamborelli and at Lottie
0: Ryan 1. And don't forget to like and subscribe because it really helps the show if you do. We will be back with a new episode next Wednesday, but that is all we've time for. Jen and Lottie do parenting. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie do parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review It really helps the show if you do. We'll have
1: new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,